Hey everyone, welcome to Pink Shade with Erin Martin. I've got one of our very favorite guests back, Jennifer Benetto. She is a feng shui master and she wrote Hollywood's Fatal Feng Shui. You have, many of you have read it. I've read it. I talked about it on a podcast we did last year and it was life-changing for me because then Jennifer helped me with my own house. She's helped a lot of you and she's back today to talk to us about the women of New York. Yes, we're going to talk about Luann's new roundhouse. We're going to talk about Bethany Frankel and Ramona Singer's Hamptons Homes, and we're going to just kind of dive into the energy surrounding these women and where they live. So welcome back to the show, Jennifer. Hi, Erin. I'm so excited to be back. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited always to talk to you about anyone's house, including mine, which I just (laughs) hit you up for since I'm looking at real estate right now myself. But as soon as Luann talked about buying a round house, I remember you reached out to me and said, oh my gosh, we should talk about this. But we weren't really sure where it was. And then since then, uh, we found it. Some people on the Facebook page, uh, Pink Shade with Aaron Martin, they had posted it too. And when we saw it on the episode recently, so we kind of got a peek inside, you've looked it up. You've, you've looked up what the degrees, everything going on in there and assessed it and found out some some juice, I think. Yeah, I've researched it thoroughly because I am fascinated by this purchase and this house. And to be honest, like it, this house is worrisome for me, for her. And I feel like some of the delusion that she's like experienced this whole season is like reflective of the energy in this house. So if you don't mind, let's like deep dive into it. I'm so excited. Go for it. Go for it. I can't wait. Okay, so when you look at the aerial view of this house, it's a complete circle. And then there's like these weird angles that like match up to a triangle. So it's like a circle and a triangle that line up to this house. And she's on the Hudson River. So there's like a huge body of water, which is normally not a bad thing. But in this case, it can become problematic. And there's a couple of things. So the shape of the house, which is a circle and a triangle. So the circle with that indicates is chaos. It could be hysteria. It could be delusions. It could be um, fighting, you know, circling the drain, repeating old habits over and over again, um, not feeling at peace, always feeling restless. It's just like an insane creating energy. And the triangle that's attached to the back of the house can create conflict and flight and fighting and just aggressive energy. So when you combine those two aspects of the shape of the house with that huge body of water that is sitting, that the house is sitting on top of, um, it can indicate issues like with addictions. It could be, you know, whether it's drugs or alcohol, um, sometimes it could be like sexual improprieties, anything that has to do with like fluids or drinking or fluids of the body, it can create issues with that. And I think it's fascinating that she was attracted to this house because as we've seen, she's been fighting addiction issues. Yeah, that's, I'm just always brought back to how you mentioned a couple times on this podcast and it's all throughout your book, how it's not necessarily the house that is doing something to you. It's you're attracted to certain houses when you're in certain states of mind. And she definitely was obsessed with this round house. And she keeps talking about how it's meant to be really good energy. And I don't know who fed her that information. Like, I'm dying to know who's the person that gave her that information because it's so wrong. Like, when she was saying that, she's like, yeah, because birds and animals lives in trees and trees are circular. Like, I was 
blown away. I was like, what is she talking about? Like, those are animals like that live in nature. Like, this is your house, your domain, your domicile. Like, I was just like, oh my God, this poor girl. Like, I just wanted to shake her. I don't know who gave her that information. This whole idea of repeating patterns and circling the drain and never getting out of your own way. I mean, that has Luann kind of written all over it, you know? It really does. I mean, you could say any housewife is sort of in that camp, but really, truly, she is right there this season, especially. Yeah. And I feel like this house is going to be difficult to make good decisions. Like she's not going to feel clear or feel confident in the decisions that she makes because the way that she or the energy swirls in this house. And what's crazy, too, is when I was looking at the pictures on the inside, it also has a spiral staircase, which spiral staircases in general aren't that good. But if you have like a square or rectangular house, then you can kind of mitigate it by making sure that you're sleeping to a good direction, that other things in the house are good. But this house is circular and it has the spiral staircase too, which we call it like a corkscrew. It's just constantly being like spun around, like it's just swirling and swirling. Kind of like Luann. She's just spinning around in circles. She's never, you know, she's never getting out of her... um, delusion right now that she one is uh, to me and this is just my personal opinion she's not really facing the fact that she truly is an addict and needs to get help she seems to be like oh well I'm not that kind of addict or you know like her conversation with Jill Zarin I mean when I met her in LA I I thought it was a very good conversation and we talked you know on a real level about many things but I I feel like she did reiterate even that night you know I just got to get through till August which is you know when her the end of when she thinks the end of all of her legal troubles will come and she's not facing like how do I get to the next step how do I actually get healthier she's just spinning in a circle until she thinks this will all poof just go away yeah that's scary that's really scary because I feel like her situation is just going to continue to get worse. But I feel because now she's being held accountable, she can kind of keep herself in check because she knows what the consequences are. But I feel like the minute she's not held accountable, I don't I don't think it's going to be a good scenario for her. Because I was looking at the front door too, and based on her birthday, the front door orientation and even the orientation of those slider doors that face the river – is southeast and for her that's her worst direction which is like disasters failures divorce you know um just things not ending well and i just think that when you combine that like with that huge body of water with the shape of the house and um you know there's a couple of things on the inside too that were problematic i just think that she's gonna have a tough time in this house trying to keep things afloat literally now, how to explain how that big body of water and the placement of it affects, I mean, we talked about the shape in general and how that's kind of basically showing us the theme of her current situation, but how does that body of water affect things for her? So if a normal house is like square or rectangular and it faces like the river or the ocean, it can be really good. You know, depending on the direction the home faces, that water can activate you know, the money energy, or it can activate, um, you know, other benevolent energy. But because this home is such a weird shape, and it's a circle, and then you have a triangle, like behind it connected to it. So it's kind of like a can opener. Um, Having that huge body of water on top of it being a negative direction for her, um, water symbolizes like fluid. So it could be the fluids of the body. That's why I said like, that was the addiction. Okay, got it. So that wasn't okay. 
you already that's said. That's why I said yeah. like weird sexual improprieties or water could also be um, drinking, you know, or addictions. Like we, we associate water with fluids, whether it's drinking or in the body. Okay. And so that's specifically goes back to the addiction stuff you were talking about, but it's because of the direction and the shape of her house. It's not like anybody by a body of water is facing these issues. I mean, people who have waterfront property, that is actually considered a plus. Yeah, it could be really good. So I don't want people to panic and think, oh my God, like I have this property. It could indicate that that's, that's not true at all. Just like in Michael Jackson's house, the Neverland Ranch one, he had tons of water around his property and those um, lakes and water features were activating the peach blossom, which is like a romance energy. So like for a normal couple, that's excellent. Like it increases their passion, their love. But when a house already has negative energy and you activate that, then it becomes incestuous or it becomes um, hypersexual or improprieties, which, of course, you know, we saw that was the case for him, too. Right. And wasn't that the case with the Menendez house as well? Or was that the circular driveway that was at play? No, they had more aggressive energy. Ah, okay. Yeah. There was more like towards um, aggression, you know, anger, obviously violence, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. So you said there were a couple of other troubling points inside of Luann's house. What did you find? So the furniture placement is weird because it's a circular house. So I was looking at the kitchen and the, the range and the oven are in the center, like a Island. Whenever you have an oven or a cooktop in the center of the kitchen or on a kitchen Island, um, it can indicate like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, heart disease, like you know, things that have to do with the heart. And the reason why that's concerning to me is because I've noticed that now, I don't know if she's always smoked cigarettes, but it seems like now that she's sober, she's really smoking cigarettes because she has that raspy voice. So I don't know if it's like been a long-term thing or it's just recent. And that's what concerns me. Okay. Because that could be like heart disease, high blood pressure. Yeah. Heart attack. Heart attack. All that stuff. And she's like at that risk, especially if she's smoking. Right. And to have a house with that energy on top of it, it's not supportive of her health. Like if she was in a different house that didn't have these features, then I wouldn't be as concerned. I mean, obviously it's still not ideal to smoke, but this house is really concerning to me. Okay. Anything else that you found that kind of jumped out? Um, so both of the doors, um, the front door and then the doors, the slider doors that access um, the river, they're both her worst direction which is, you know, sometimes like in homes like this, okay, maybe it's one thing that's negative and then maybe you can use like a side door, a garage door, but both of these doors are negative. And of course, if you live here, you're going to want to go outside. And I'm assuming she's going to use the front door too. So it's, it's troubling because of that home shape and where it's situated. Interesting. So it's not just one thing with this. It's the shape. It's the body of water. It's the the direction of things inside. It's the cooktop on the island. It's the door placement. I mean, that's a lot of stuff coming at her at once. Yeah. And normally what I always tell people is the environment trumps like the inside of the house. So like, say, for instance, she didn't have that cooktop in the center and that we could place the furniture well, because this house shape is so extreme. It doesn't matter what you do on the inside. Like it's going to be a rough ride for her in this house. You mentioned before that a a traditional square or rectangle or, you know, ish kind of shape house is the, the best energetically. Can you tell us again why that is? 
Because with square rectangular shaped homes and lots, that energy just flows the most evenly and uniformly. Like it doesn't have to take like with this house, because there's a triangle at the end of it and then a circle in the front, like the energy's taken a hard right. It's going over here. It's going over there. When it's square rectangular, it just goes into the normal chi or energy flow pattern. Okay. But in this house, in the circle part, it's just swirling. So the chi is just like spinning. It's kind of like a cyclone or a tornado is just spinning around. And in the rectangle, in the part where it's a triangle, it's not flowing in that square. So that energy makes it more aggressive. And that's more the conflict area. Yeah. So you have this, like, it's almost like a push pull of like circling the drain, but then being angry about things or having unresolved issues and not getting over it, you know, just things keep coming up and surfacing and you're unable to find that resolution or to move on. You're just stuck in that same place. Wow. What's the, what's the, uh, chance that, you know, as people come into your home, do they feel that energy? Like, do you think when the girls, I mean, when the, when these New York women go anywhere, they kind of go crazy, but is that also like an energy that activates a group that's visiting or is that whatever? Is it just about the homeowner? No, it could. Like for me, for instance, like when I first walk in a home, I may not always feel something, but then, you know, after five or 10 minutes, I start feeling it. Mm. Like for me in a home like this, I would probably feel like nauseous or I have a headache. Really? So people do feel it. And then, you know, if you come with a group of people, of course, like I would say, you know, the situation may be more chaotic or like having fun, but like, you know, taking the fun a little bit too far or, you know, conflict or fighting. Oh my God. We should at some point talk about Dorinda's Berkshire's home. What goes on there? My that place. Is... Oh my God. That would be so much fun. That would be such a good one too. We'll save that one for like a holiday special because her home is all about the holidays. Okay. Do you, should we move on to Ramona or Bethany's now? Let's do Bethany's because hers is really juicy. Too. Okay. This is her Hamptons home that she bought, what, five years ago? Something like that. Yeah, she's had it for a while. And when I was looking online at her home, it looks like it's been on the market for sale for the past year. Really? Oh, I didn't know she was selling it. Okay, so this isn't the place that she just bought and renovated to rent out. This is the one she actually lives in. Yeah, this is the one that she lives in. And then when she does like all her Instagram videos, like this is the one where she would have her parties and she would spend a lot of time in. She has that little she shed out back that's kind of like a beach bar that she shows at her parties. Okay, so tell us everything we need to know about this. Yeah. And this house is super cute. Like her design style is like on point. I love her design design style. I agree. So the home faces North, which for her is a really favorable direction. Um, It's good for money and it's good for her health. But the things that aren't ideal is the home is an L shape. And so when homes are L-shaped, it can indicate families are separated or they're not as close as they want to be. Or sometimes like one or two people are checked out of the relationship. Mm. Like for her, the way it plays out is I feel like she doesn't get enough time with her daughter or get to be with her daughter all the time. So that's um, what it could indicate for her. Another thing that's fascinating is her pool is located on two different types of energy. One creates conflicts, like legal issues. Um, It could be speeding tickets, parking tickets, um, fighting, gossiping, arguments, lawsuits. And then another part of that energy can indicate health issues. So like stomach, digestion, reproductive organ issues, um, sometimes depression. And I remember, do you remember when um, she she owned this house? 
that one season where she was having um, female issues and she was like bleeding and bleeding and Dorinda took her one time to the doctor. That's what this energy indicates. Oh my God. Wow. And I think the legal issues part is probably the conflicts that she's having with her ex. Cause that also indicates that too. Well, my God, that is so, yeah, that's been ongoing for 10. I cannot believe how long that's been going on actually. What? 10 years. You know, between yeah, the two and of them. Yeah, her feeling tortured. That totally makes sense. And she speaks to that a lot, how she feels tortured. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 100% it indicates that. And another thing that indicates that, too, is um, where her stove location is. So now, not only does she have the pool that's located on that energy, her stove is also on that energy, too. So you have two things that are constantly activating like health issues or stomach or digestion or the reproductive organ issues. And then on top of it, like fighting and lawsuits and legal issues. Okay. Now you've mentioned several times and you've talked to me personally about my own stove location too, why the stove is so important, but can you remind listeners about why, you know, you focus on the stove and the stove location? Yeah. So the stove is fire and fire, just like water, like a pool or a fountain activate energy. They're okay. both activators of the energy. So depending on what direction your home faces and where the stove is located, it'll activate that energy, whether it's good, it's bad, or it's neutral. In this case, it's negative. And what is the solution if you have a poorly placed stove according to your direction or your burners are not right for you? I mean, because a stove is a pretty fixed object in your house. It's not like a bed that you can move. Yeah, so it just depends on the client and how long they want to be in the home. Some people, um, they just want like a temporary fix. So then, you know, I tell them, get a double burner on Amazon. I'll show you where to place it and which direction the knob should go. And they're content with that. Other people want to be in the home for a long time and they're open to remodeling. So then we remodel the kitchen and place it well. So it just kind of depends on the person and you know what their goals are with this home whether they want to stay or whether they want to leave or if they're renting or if they own right good to know okay anything else jump out at you about bethany's place um the other thing is that it's off of a busy highway yeah as ramona mentioned about the other place too yeah (laughs) Because she's always so snarky. Like she can't just let someone else have a good time to her, their glory. Like she can't just say congratulations. Like she has to just make it snarky as possible. Never. So actually being off of a busy highway like that, she does have a little bit of a point, but not in the way that she thinks. (laughs) So sometimes that can create, um, you know, people feeling anxious or people feeling overwhelmed or that, you know, they have things to do, but not enough time to do it. Um, it can make people more emotional, more stressed, um, more overwhelmed. Sometimes it can affect money, but in this case, it wouldn't because she has an excellent facing direction. It's good for her based on her birthday, and she has the money energy in the front. So it wouldn't affect her finances. It would affect more her emotions and her um, ability or you know, perception of how much she can get done in a day and then like the anxiety and stuff like that. Oh my God, that is so spot on where Bethany is. I feel like, you know, like what you're speaking of, her money is great. She's activating her money energy. She's financially prosperous. Her businesses thrive. It's like whatever she touches turns to gold in terms of finances, you know, or like what we see as success, but she is like a tortured soul in so many other ways. Yeah. So she's smart to sell this house. I'm just curious why it's taking so long. 
because it says it's been on the market like 360 days or 363 days. Wow. I know. When a house sits on the market, and I was just talking to you about our own personal experience, ours has been like 30 days, but it starts to become troubling, like what's going on with the energy, right? Yeah. So like in her case, it's the pool and the stove that are holding it up. Mm -hmm. So like what I would have recommended for her is get a pool cover. And then when you're there, either use like the barbecue outside or get a double burner. And then I'll, you know, show you where to place it. And then when people come over, just hide it. You know, you don't have to keep it out the whole time. That's what I would have recommended to her to get that place sold fast. Right. Because when you're selling, you can do little things that you then can stage it otherwise. You know, it doesn't yeah, have to and, look and like what you're get, using. Yeah, exactly. And if you get a pool cover, um, you know, people will just be like, oh, okay. They take good care of the pool. They just want it covered up. Right. Like, I don't think that would cause any issues, you know? What do you think about, like, or not what you think, what do you suggest for if you live by a busy road, a busy highway, and you have no plans of moving? Like, are there any fixes to alleviate that kind of stress? Yeah. So if you own the place and you're able to, um, and, you know, some cities are different, but if you can put either, like, you know, a taller solid fence in the front, or if you can't do a fence because of the city or your association or neighborhood or whatever, if you could do like solid shrubs in the front. So kind of just create like a little barricade between the house and the road to give it more support energetically. Right. Okay. So it's not like any, any one thing you, you, you can't fix a highway, you can't move the house, but you could create a different energy flow by having some kind of barrier that you can control. Yeah, exactly. Like we say, shoring up the property, you're okay. just anchoring that energy so that it's not going off into the road by either doing like solid shrubs or a solid fence or a stucco wall. It just depends on where you live and what they'll allow you to do. Right. That's a good idea. So it wouldn't be something as simple as getting like really thick curtains <laughs> or something. I mean, you'd have no. to build something. Yeah, because you're dealing with um, nature and the environment. So it has to be on the outside of the house. Okay, got it. Anything else for Bethany's before we move on to Ramona's? No, that's it for hers. Okay, that's really, it's really spot on. I mean, both Luann and Bethany's energies seem to be reflected in what's going on in their houses. And I didn't know her house had been up for sale for that long. That's interesting, too. I know. I think it's super fascinating, too. I'm sure she's probably like over it and she wants to move on. Right. So, okay. Ramona's house. This is the house that she's had in the Hamptons for over 20 years. You were telling me, I mean, she purchased it way back when for like 800 K. I mean, the place is probably worth, I would think like 10 million today. And she got this in the divorce. Good for her. And she recently renovated it. We saw her renovating the kitchen and talking about how she's a, she's an art maven. She's a maven of the Hamptons. She knows everyone. <laughs> she's just so nuts. This is where she did the pool swimming lessons with the noodle and the instructor who she totally creeped out. So you guys know this house. You know this house. We've been to it many times when we, you know, Ramona films in the Hamptons. What did you find out about Ramona's Hamptons home? So this house is interesting because um, of the direction it faces. So this house is normal. It's just a normal square rectangular shape, right. which is excellent. The front of the house indicates um, working hard for your money. And then the back of the house where the pool is located is actually activating money energy for her, which is good. What's not so good is that this home, based on her birthday, is her worst direction. So it can indicate divorce. You know, it can indicate, you know, things falling apart or not going well. Um, sometimes it can affect people's health. But I suspect with her, it has more to do with relationships um, versus the money or the health. 
So it's not ideal, especially like if she wanted, if she spends a lot of time here, then it's negative. But if she's only here, like, you know, a couple of weekends a month, it's not a big deal. So the longer you spend in a home, the more important the energy needs to be pristine in order to support you. But this to me, because it's on the market right now, if you look it up, it's um, for lease. And I think it's, she has it like $150,000 a month. So that's to me, it tells me she doesn't spend that much time. Here. Oh my God. Oh, the money these people have. I can't even conceive of it. It's just it's out of the realm of possibility for me, but $150,000 a month. Good for her, though. I'm always kind of rooting for Ramona because I feel like, isn't that the house where Mario was bringing his mistress or am I imagining that? I don't know, but if it was, it would make sense because based on the direction it faces, it's betrayals, divorce, failures. So that would totally make sense. But what's good is because that pool is on that money energy. So she'll get people that rent the place. Good for her. I hope she does. Yeah. I, mean, I think her house has always been beautiful. And she renovated that perfectly good kitchen. I mean, perfectly good to me. I was looking at it like this is beautiful. But of course, she has a different standard, you know. And Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. So d- what's going on with the stove uh, inside? Were you able to find anything out about that? So another thing. So the way that it faces... Um, it's Southeast. And so for her, um, it indicates you work hard for your money. And so that energy working hard for your money is normally not negative, but because of her birthday, it can indicate car accidents. And so I did a Google search to see like if she's had any accidents and sure enough in 2018, she was like in a four car pile up on one of the main highways in um, the Hamptons. Oh my God. I don't, I don't remember hearing anything about that. Was anyone hurt? No, nobody was hurt, but she was like bruised up badly, I guess. And so she was doing like Instagram stories, putting ice and talking about like her accident and the bruises that she has. I must have been spaced out when that all happened. I don't remember her posting about it. I don't remember that happening either. Weird. And that specifically indicates car accidents. Yeah. And it wouldn't for everyone, but because of her birthday, um, it does indicate that. Yeah. And that's something to reiterate this time too. I know you've said it many times coming on this podcast and everywhere that you post and the books you write, but it's not just about general energy. It's about how you specifically relate to it based on your energy. And that has to do partially with your birthday, right? Yes, absolutely. So I don't want people to think, oh my God, if they have that energy, it's going to happen. That's not true at all. Right. And so everyone in a house could be affected differently by the same house. You know, because you're all different people, different energies, different birthdays. And yeah, it's just part of the equation. It's not like the house is going to affect everyone the same. Like for me, that house would indicate um, good money luck and good health luck. Because of my birthday, that direction's favorable. But for her, um, that's why it indicated car accident. And what I think is funny is her bed, based on what I can see, I'm almost positive. um, She's sleeping to this what we call conflict energy. Like if couples sleep to that direction, they tend to argue a lot and they tend to get like sick of each other and annoyed. And it can also indicate um, divorces. But if you're not married, it can just indicate that you're just like an argumentative person. Like everything sets you off. Like you nitpick at people. And I think it's so awesome that she has the energy and she's sleeping to it because that's who she is. <laughs> she's she's probably happy to be sleeping to that energy. She's like, this is what I want more of. I like to argue with people. I want to increase this energy in my life. Oh, my God. So anything else about Ramona's house? 
those were the main things that um, I picked up on. Her stove seems benign, like there was nothing weird. And then the furniture placement is benign as well. There's nothing weird with that either. I have a question for you just outside of the housewives, just in general. So, you know, like going back to what we were talking about, everyone has a different birthday-ish. You know, some of us have some overlap, but everyone has different energy in a space. Whose is the most important? I mean, is it is it the person spending the most time in the house? Is it always male or always female? Is it the oldest or youngest? Is there any rule to that? Because more than one person generally lives in a family home. Yeah. So, um, you know, when you have like a husband and wife and the kids, like you want to make sure the house in general is good for both of the couple for the couple. And then how you make sure that it's good for the kids is like you set up their bedrooms well. But in general, the home supports the parents or the couple. And then when you have things like you're staying in a hotel or weekend rentals like this, like where people rent homes in the Hamptons, I tell people, don't worry about that because you're not there for very long. It's like a weekend, a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month. You know, when you're not there for that long and it's a temporary um, space, then you don't have to worry about it. It's where you're going to spend most of your time and you're, you know, working. That's where you focus your energy to make sure that it supports you. Okay. And so would it also be the person who's using that particular thing the most? I mean, if there's a person who's doing most of the cooking or, I mean, you're both sleeping in the same bed, hopefully, if everything's going well, if you're in a couple relationship, but so you have to compromise on that based on your, your favorable directions. But what if there's one person who's around the stove most? Does it, does it matter? Or does it not? Because you're both just in the house. It doesn't matter. You want to make sure the stove is good for you and you know your partner the couple whomever okay um, even if you're the one that cooks the most or they cook the most it doesn't matter okay even if it's not you cooking you live there so that energy is getting activated and it's going to affect you got as it. well it's just about the energy being activated it's not like you being near it or you using it right exactly that's correct all right every time i talk to you i learn a little bit i learned not just a little bit more i learned a lot more and it's fascinating You've helped so many people who are Pink Shade listeners. They've reached out and, you know, on the Facebook page and elsewhere and been like, oh my gosh, Jennifer assessed my house. I made these shifts. So much has changed. I experienced it by rearranging my office and Skylar, my daughter's bedroom, right after I'd spoken with you. I'm going to make some more changes now that we're selling the house. And I think that those are probably going to immediately help because when I made these small changes, just in these few rooms, I saw immediate immediate shifts, especially with my daughter's room. She spends about 75% more of her time in there alone than she's ever spent before. Not to say we're like shooing her off to her room, but it was a place where she, it wasn't really, she wasn't really attracted to her room before as a play space or a space to read or even relax. And bedtimes were really ridiculously hard. And that, no joke, completely shifted after we changed her bed around to her favorable direction and made things we just we just did a few minor changes and it was incredible oh that makes me so happy and by the way your listeners are so amazing they're so sweet it's awesome because we all have a common bond which is you and our reality tv that we love it's just like the best people i love working with them oh that's so awesome i love them too i love them so much i keep keep saying oh let's do another meetup i want to do meetups in like everyone's specific town so i can meet everyone (laughs) because it's so much fun to actually like i feel like i've made so many friends you know just through this podcast it's so cool and you too you've helped me you've helped a lot of us so tell people where they can find you if they want to reach out to you and get help or just follow what you're doing. So on Instagram, 
It's the real feng shui spelled F is in Frank E and is in Nancy G S H U I the real feng shui on Instagram. And then on Twitter and Facebook, it's real feng shui. And then they can also go onto my website too, realfengshui.com. And you can get a hold of me on all those platforms. And I love doing this. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad that um, you were able to make the changes and you saw a result that just like makes me happy. That's why I do this. I love it. I love that you do this. And I think more people in the housewives community, the real housewives of, of Bravo, every city should consult you. Because Aaron, they need me. They need they me, girl. Need they you. need me. Shannon Bedore, as we've spoken <laughs> about many times, needs you. She needs you, whether she knows it or not. All right, Jennifer, I'm going to link up your book on the show notes as well as all of your social media and website links. Remember, guys, the book is called Hollywood's Fatal Feng Shui. Uh, you go over. I mean, like we talked about Michael Jackson's house, the Menendez Brothers' house, Brittany Murphy's, Anna Nicole Smith's, just to name a few. I mean, there there are so many houses covered in there. There are um, celebrities who experience some kind of tragedy, usually death, sometimes murder in these homes. And Jennifer does a really fascinating job of not only describing what was going on energetically in that home with each of these people, but you know how you can apply these same concepts in your own life. So it's a really, it's not just a juicy read and a fascinating read. It's also a really helpful book. And I will link that up. You can get it on Amazon, correct? Still or anywhere, really. Okay. Awesome. We will talk soon and I would love to do uh, Dorinda's house at some point. Yeah, we'll definitely do it. That'll be fun. The berserk shares. All right, girl, we'll talk soon. (laughs) 